Welcome to this episode of Sound Bites, a podcast series produced by the National Psoriasis Foundation, the nation's leading organization for individuals living with psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis. In each episode, someone who lives with psoriatic disease, a loved one, or an expert will share insights with you on living well. If you like what you hear today, please subscribe to our podcast and join us every month at SoundBites for more insights on understanding, managing, and thriving with psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis. My name is Shiva Mosafarian, and today's episode is sponsored by Sun Pharma. We'll be discussing recent real-world data for patients with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis and what this real-world evidence means for you as a patient and healthcare provider. This episode is being offered as a way for you to hear directly from Sun Pharma and contains information about Illumia or Tildricizumab, a treatment for adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis who are candidates for systemic therapy or phototherapy. From time to time, MPF will share sponsored content that we think is of benefit to those with psoriatic disease. MPF encourages everyone living with psoriatic disease to work with their healthcare provider to find an appropriate treatment for them. MPF does not offer medical advice, and this podcast should not be considered an endorsement for any particular treatment. With me today is Stephen Rosso, Associate Vice President and Head Biologics Medical Affairs with Sun Pharma North America, to speak about Illumia in real-world practice. Steve is joined by Dr. Neil Bhatia, Director of Clinical Dermatology, Therapeutics Clinical Research in San Diego, California, who is also the Chief Medical Editor for Practical Dermatology. Dr. Bhatia is here to speak to what this real-world evidence means for treating his moderate to severe plaque psoriasis patients and his considerations when determining an appropriate treatment option for patients. Welcome, Steve and Dr. Bhatia. Thank you so much for joining us on Soundbites today. I'm really looking forward to our conversation. I know it's exciting to have new supportive data results, especially from a study that shows the effectiveness of a treatment option in a real-world scenario. Steve, before we start a discussion about the real-world study, can you please provide a brief overview of your role in the study and how Illumia works as a treatment option? So, just to introduce myself, I'm Steve Raz. I'm the Associate Vice President and Head of Medical Affairs at Sun Pharma and Biologics. And my role in the study was really in the beginning to help design it with the goal of wanting to understand what happened for real-world patients, not just standard clinical trial patients, but all patients who need a treatment such as Illumia. With moderate to severe plaque psoriasis, and patients I think are generally well aware, this is not just a disease of the skin, it's an inflammatory disease, often chronic. It can appear anywhere on the body, and it affects organ systems we know beyond just the skin. It affects people's lives and meaningful ways. So it's a very serious disease. It really substantially affects patients in a variety of ways. Illumia itself, it's a treatment option for moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. And it's a prescription medicine used to treat adults who may benefit from taking injections, pills, systemic therapy, or phototherapy, like ultraviolet or UV light. It's administered by subcutaneous injections. And Illumia is a biologic medicine. What that means is it's made using living sources or their products like human, plant, animal cells. None of those things are actually in the medicine. They're just used in producing it. It's purified. And 
biologics advantages, they target a very specific part of the immune system. In this case, one protein known as IL-23. IL-23 facilitates the abilities of some immune system cells to cause a great deal of inflammation in the skin. It's not regulated normally in people who are sick. It's out of control. Normally, only normal amounts are made in the body. And so it's only when it's needed. But in psoriasis patients, it's just produced in great quantities and essentially controls these cells that cause a great deal of inflammation. So it blocks only this molecule, as opposed to many earlier products that could interact with a lot of different cell types and organs. And that is less desirable. Obviously, you want to treat specifically only what you need to treat. So that's essentially what Illumia is. It's an antibody. And for all intents and purposes, its structure and in many ways is like any antibody the body produces. It's just that Illumia binds to IL-23. Patients should tell their healthcare provider right away if they have an infection or have symptoms of an infection. The most common side effects of Illumia are upper respiratory tract infections, injection site reactions, and diarrhea. They are not all the possible side effects of Illumia. Contact your doctor, as always, for any medical advice about side effects or any other questions they have. Steve, thank you so much for providing that overview. It really helps us give a basis for our discussion today. So, Steve, can you please talk about what real-world studies show about the efficacy of a treatment option compared to a controlled clinical trial? Why is it valuable to conduct a real-world study? Real-world clinical studies are conducted because in earlier trials performed before a drug is approved for use. Patient populations are fairly carefully selected. We want to know just what is the influence of a drug versus a comparator such as placebo. So a lot of patients are not included in those studies if they have, for example, a problem repeatedly in life before they get the drug. And then during a trial, they have the problem again. Then it becomes very difficult to know, well, is it due to the drug? Is it due to being treated with placebo? Is there something about that? It becomes impossible to know. So a lot of patients are not permitted to participate in those phase two and three clinical trials. And the patients who are included have very specific extent of disease and other characteristics so that we can really narrow down the influence of the drug compared to placebo. But when drugs are approved, they're used in real life. They're used in clinical practice, community practice, where any patient can go to their doctor and say, I have this psoriasis that is really affecting me and I need help with it. I need treatment. Those are the patients in real world clinical studies. In the real world, patients can have all kinds of health issues and they need treatment too. And the value of real world studies is that we get to understand better about how these patients fare, how well a drug works. Are they having any problems from the drug in terms of safety? Does it keep working? That's what we learn from real world studies. That gives us insights into how well real patients will do. This particular trial was conducted to gain more information, not just on how well it worked or how safe it was, but also understand how well were changes in patients' lives? Were they improved? Did the patients feel their lives were better? How well was that associated with them taking the drug? 
because as I mentioned, it affects patients in many ways, including many parts of their lives. It's important we understand that. That's partly why this trial was conducted. And the difference between these real world data from a study like this one, and then data stemming from a controlled clinical trial are important. It's important to know that when you look at real world patients, you're seeing real world results, not very narrowly defined ones, which are, as I mentioned, exclusive of a lot of people just to be in the interest of warning of this potential influence. This was key in telling us what we might expect to see in clinical practice in real world patients. And Steve, how does this real world study specifically relate to Illumia as a treatment option? So Illumia as a treatment option, it has, as I mentioned, the most common side effects of upper respiratory tract infection, injection site reactions, and diarrhea. They're not all the possible side effects, as I mentioned. As with any drug, patients, of course, should call their doctor for medical advice about side effects. But there are advantages to Illumia that are good to be aware of. Nobody likes to have to take medicines frequently, and nobody even likes shots, which many drugs from severe psoriasis are injections. Illumia is as well, and it offers fewer doses than most of the biologics used to treat moderate severe plaque psoriasis. With just induction dosing, the beginning dosing of the first treatment and one a month later, after that, it's once every three months. And that's for however long patients require treatment. So it's desirable. Obviously, nobody likes shots and having them limited to once every three months is a good feature of this drug. Patients with moderate severe psoriasis in real world practice and go see their family doctor or their dermatologist or dermatology professional. And this study had significant improvement from the initial visit. So when they came back for that second shot, the results showed they had significant improvement and significantly less disease activity, significantly less disease. And there were no new safety concerns. It was very consistent with what was observed in the phase three clinical trials. This, this was very encouraging. And there were no new serious safety issues or discontinuation related to adverse events related to potential health consequences and safety. So in this real world trial, this is over a year. So that's very encouraging. And the overall efficacy safety profile that we've seen with Lumia across the phase three studies and its real world study were fairly comparable, very similar. There's very little disease activity with treatment in these patients. It was well-maintained in this study throughout a year. The phase three trials, we looked at even longer, but in this real world study, what we saw is safety that was very comparable to what we saw in the phase three trials, very comparable to placebo in those trials. And we saw, importantly, that patients felt that there was significant improvement in quality of life during treatment with Illumia. Thank you so much for sharing that treatment information with us, Steve. So, Dr. Bhatia, I would love to hear from you about what real-world data means for healthcare providers when looking at treatment options. For dermatologists, this data is really very encouraging, not only reassuring that this is effective in real-world scenarios, but from what it's done in the research world, and as Dr. Razo mentioned about the phase four data, it's really encouraging to see how it would be incorporated into a practice 
one of the things we talk about a lot is that the severe patients tend to make the headlines, but the moderate patients are the ones who actually come to the clinic between 10 to 15 or 20% body surface area covered, especially on the scalp, nails, and very difficult places to treat, but also who merits a biologic is really becoming a really good discussion point for dermatologists. This kind of data really helps us to kind of figure out who's a good candidate, how does it incorporate into not just from a safety standpoint, but also getting patients better with fewer shots. And as Dr. Rogers said, also the number of shots that are necessary to achieve clearance, as we saw from the POSI data, not only in the phase four trials, but in the earlier trials, really gives us a lot of potential application for getting patients on drug very quickly. So I think the safety and efficacy numbers that we've learned, the real world data, what it shows to patient care, as well as getting dermatologists to really find the right candidates. I think it's all very encouraging from some of these numbers. Thank you, Dr. Bhatia. And Steve, what results were you anticipating from the real-world clinical trial? Well, the phase three clinical trials predicted that we'd see very low disease activity. There's a scale called the PASI, zero to 72 is zero, no disease. And we anticipated from what the clinical trials predicted, a score of somewhere between one and two for most patients, which is nominal disease. We anticipated a safety profile that did not indicate we'd seen new signals, and that had relative to placebo in those clinical trials, very, very similar profile. So that's what we anticipated seeing. Of course, what you anticipate and what you observe, you do the study to find out if what you'd observe in real-world patients is what you anticipated. And it was very helpful. It was very um, encouraging to see that safety profile was very similar, irrespective of the fact that these were real world patients. The efficacy was what we anticipated, was significant across uh, efficacy measures by the time the patient came in for the second injection and remained significant in their disease activity and their improvement. And very importantly, quality of life for patients has become a topic that is of increasing importance. How the disease affects their life, how they perceive it affecting life, how is it altered, how they live. And there were quite a number of measures included of that type. And it was very gratifying to see that every key assessment was significantly better in this study, including at the end, uh, week 52. So really the simple attribution is when a clinician has a real-world patient, is able to make decisions in the way they deem appropriate while a patient's receiving a drug. Real-world treatment, patients benefit from the clinicians having the freedom to treat each individual patient as they see best. And in that context, these patients did even better than we could have anticipated. Yeah, individual results and quality of life are such important factors. Thank you for sharing the results with us, Steve. So, Dr. Bhatia, can you please share how you hope healthcare providers will interpret this data and what these results mean for patients currently taking Illumia? So, from the real-world trial, we saw how, again, how incorporation of a, a biologic therapy and the fewer number of shots per year can really fit into a patient's routine. And again, thinking in terms of the long-term outcomes, we have really good five-year data that we've seen, as well as some other data points that are really encouraging for the long run for these patients so that they feel like they can rely on the treatment as well as have basically a sense of autopilot, if you will. I think the other part of the equation is when we get into some of the nuts and bolts of insurance coverage, 
and the prescribing of Illumia as well as the dispensing of it, the in-office uh, injection is kind of encouraging for some. It allows us for a timing of follow-up as well as discussion of how they're doing, but also the understanding that, again, Illumia has the safety numbers and measures that are really going to give patients an ease of thinking that they can be on this for a long term. I think the other part of the equation, especially for Medicare Part B patients, this is where a lot of patients have struggled with psoriasis for many years. They may not have had access to biologics or with their commercial insurance may have had different experiences with systemic therapies. The Medicare Part B population, especially when they have bad psoriasis, it can really be debilitating for their age as well as, again, their quality of life, like Dr. Razo said. I think even more so you get into scalp, you get into joints and to nails and all the other areas that are difficult to treat. And I think we really Illumia just gives us a lot of options that, again, we don't want to skip out with the moderate patients. So we really need to make sure we choose our candidates well. But the nice thing that goes along with the Illumia platform is, again, the ease of prescribing and dispensing. And Steve, do you have any additional comments? Actually, I think Dr. Bhatti has summed that up perfectly. I, I don't think I could say anything further that would really add to what he said, encapsulated it perfectly. And Dr. Bhatia, while you've mentioned some of this already, based on this real-world data, what type of patient population would you recommend Illumia for? Yeah, I think the threshold for dermatologists really has improved in terms of identifying candidates who've been refractory to topicals or systemic therapies. We're really limited in the number of oral therapies that are effective as well as safe, at least for now. So I think getting moderate patients on biologic therapy is really going to be an essential tool for really keeping patients under control. And and like I said before, I mean, the severe patients make the headlines, but the moderate patients are the ones who are sitting at work and can't concentrate because of the psoriasis, the itching, especially, as well as the psychosocial elements and the quality of life issues that go with psoriasis, but also the progression. I think we really need to identify who has really just not had adequate control and maintenance and make sure those are our Illumia patients. So yeah, I, I think ideal candidates can really span all genders, all ages, all skin of color, and everything in between. I think we really just need to identify who needs to get on treatment and fast. So earlier you spoke a little bit about Medicare. Dr. Bhatia, do you have any further comments for patients on Medicare Part B that may be listening today? One thing that we like to do is we want to hear from our Medicare patients and they need to speak to us. They need to speak to dermatologists and say, hey, I'm struggling with psoriasis. Things are not working. But that goes along also with our younger patients as well. But the key with Medicare also is the versatility with some pharma, what they've done to make prescribing as well as dispensing easy for Medicare Part B patients and having that coverage can't be understated enough. I mean, it's really an essential part of thinking in terms of that age group now that we have access to biologics for them. Yeah, this is definitely important for people who have psoriasis and Medicare Part B to be aware of. So thank you. Dr. Bhatia, one final question. What does this real-world data mean in terms of helping patients get closer to clearer skin? Well, I mean, we can use it to kind of basically just tell them, look, in the research trials, these are patients just like yourself who were struggling with psoriasis, who had body surface area involvement, who were otherwise healthy, but may have had concerns for safety and everything else. And when they participated in the trial, those safety concerns were alleviated. And these are the outcomes for those trials, as well as, again, sharing with them that there's not just one-year data, but five-year data for patients who can, again, maintain their clearance and really get their quality of life back. Well said. Thank you again, Dr. Bhatia and Steve, for being here today and providing such an insightful conversation about moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. 
For our listeners, this sponsored episode was brought to you by Sun Pharma. You can read and listen to patient stories on alumia.com forward slash patient hyphen stories. Talk to your healthcare provider before starting Illumia. For more information on Illumia, please contact 855-445-8692. You're also encouraged to report side effects or adverse drug events to Sun Pharma's Drug Safety Department at 1-800-406-7984 or at drug.safetyusa at sunpharma.com with as much information as available. Please continue listening for important safety information about Illumia, a treatment discussed in today's episode. What is Illumia? Illumia is a prescription medicine used to treat adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis who may benefit from taking injections, pills, systemic therapy, or phototherapy, treatment using ultraviolet or UV light. Important safety information. What is the most important information I should know about Illumia? Do not use Illumia if you have had severe allergic reactions to Illumia or any of its ingredients. Get emergency medical help right away if you get any of the following symptoms of a serious allergic reaction. Feel faint, trouble breathing or throat tightness, swelling of your face, eyelids, lips, mouth, tongue, or throat, chest tightness, skin rash. Illumia is a medicine that may lower the ability of your immune system to fight infections and may increase the risk of infections. Your healthcare provider should check you for infections and tuberculosis before treatment with Illumia and may treat you for TB before you begin treatment with Illumia. If you have any history of TB or have active TB, your healthcare provider should watch you closely for signs and symptoms of TB during and after treatment with Illumia. Tell your healthcare provider right away if you have an infection or symptoms of an infection, including fever, sweats or chills, muscle aches, weight loss, cough, warm, red, or painful skin, or sores on your body different from your psoriasis, diarrhea or stomach pain, shortness of breath, burning when you urinate or urinating more often than normal, blood in your phlegm. Before receiving Illumia, tell your healthcare provider about all of your medical conditions, including if you have had any condition or symptoms listed in the section, what is the most important information I should know about Illumia? have an infection that does not go away or keeps coming back, have TB or have been in close contact with someone with TB, recently received or are scheduled to receive a vaccine immunization, you should avoid receiving live vaccines during treatment with Illumia, are pregnant or plan to become pregnant, it is not known if Illumia can harm your unborn baby, are breastfeeding or plan to breastfeed, it is not known if Illumia passes into your breast milk, Tell your healthcare provider about all the medicines you take, including prescription and over-the-counter medicines, vitamins, and herbal supplements. It is not known if Illumia is safe and effective in children under 18 years of age. What are the possible side effects of Illumia? Illumia may cause serious side effects. C. What is the most important information I should know about Illumia? The most common side effects of Illumia include upper respiratory inflammation, injection site reactions, and diarrhea. These are not all the possible side effects of Illumia. Call your doctor for medical advice about side effects. You are encouraged to report any negative side effects of Illumia to the FDA. Visit www.fda.gov medwatch or call 1-800-FDA-1088. You are encouraged to report side effects or ADEs, adverse drug effects, to our Drug Safety Department at one 800 
406-7984 or drug.safetyusa at sunpharma.com, which is preferred with as much information as available. Please visit Illumia.com for full prescribing information and medical guide and discuss any questions with your doctor. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Sound Bites for people with psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis. If you or someone you love has ever struggled with psoriatic disease, our hope is that through this series, you'll gain information to help you lead a healthier life and inspire you to look to the future. Please join us for another inspiring podcast. You can find this or all future episodes of Sound Bites on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Ghana, and the National Psoriasis Foundation webpage. To learn more about this topic or others, please visit psoriasis.org or contact us with your questions or comments by email at podcast at psoriasis.org.